This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. We're trying something new today. Yeah, we're trying yet another thing. By the time we figure this out, um, I think like the whole thing will be over. We'll just be I back know. in my apartment. So we're doing Zoom instead of Skype. Uh, yeah. I'm trying a microphone. I don't know. I guess yeah, Brian has a microphone. I still don't because yeah. I don't have the thing to plug in. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We're doing a new thing. Hopefully I don't even know. If, I don't even know if you're hearing me over the microphone or you're just hearing me talk. I have no idea. But I don't know. I mean, I, I I'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. No. As long as we can hear each other. Yeah, and you can hear us. Uh, how was your week? Oh my god, my week was really fucked up. So I had my I had three wisdom teeth removed on Monday, Oof. which was unexpected but whatever. And so I'm not on any kind of painkiller because I wanted to be able to like be here with you all a hundred percent. Oh, I didn't, I, guess, I didn't realize you weren't uh, high right now. No. Cause I'm like, I, I get really loopy on those things. Well, I fall asleep mostly is all that happens, but yeah. I wanted to be able to like, I didn't want to say something crazy. I kept on calling codeine COVID and I was like I just don't want to you know be in that situation so I'm just like you know in my purest form but I am suffering oh I'm sorry (laughs) no it's okay um but yeah I I ended up having to get these I whatever my wisdom teeth have been a, a struggle a journey I've been on for most of my adult life and they're finally gone and I'm finally free that's great. I can't believe your wisdom teeth lasted so long. I, I got mine out when I was like 16. Well, I didn't need to get mine out until I was like in college, but by then I was poor and didn't have dental insurance. So I only got one out when it was like 
really, really fucked up. My, my, my wisdom teeth have always like grown in under, they never fully came out. They like were under the gum. So it was always like this like big involved thing. I got one taken out because it got like so fucked up and it was like killing me. And then could never really afford to get the rest of them out until now when one of them just like started to like really hurt. And then I went to the dentist and they were like, just take them all out. And I was like, finally for the first time in my life, able to do it. So yeah. Yeah. Whew, well, that's good. It's all over. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, that, that shit hurts so much. It actually isn't, I mean, it hurts, but I do think that there's something to like having it done later in your life when like you've experienced pain. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I, it's, it's very uncomfortable, but it's like, it wasn't, I don't know. I, I think it's like what if like when you're 16 and you're experiencing this, you're like, this is agony. But when you're like, you know, oh, my dog. Sorry. When you're like 35, you're like, oh, whatever. Do what yeah. you want my body. Ravage me. Right. I don't Cause, care. Because that was that was the first time I that was the first time I ever uh, had anesthesia, I remember. And and they they prescribed me like Vicodin when I was 16 without any sort of education about, I mean, it was back in the day when like people didn't think it was that bad, I guess. I don't know. But I just got like a big prescription of Vicodin. I remember when I was 16 and discovered its joys on my own without anyone um, educating me. That was what I remember the most about like high school drug culture was that like it was all people's wisdom tooth Vicodin and codeine that you would get from like and they every kids would like hoard it and sell it or like suffer through the pain and then like take it later so that they could just get high (laughs) that was a huge like part of my my teenage culture was like the the Vicodin wisdom tooth Vicodin ring yeah because you I mean it really only hurts bad for like a few days and they I don't know how many they gave me. I think they probably gave me at least like 20 or 30 of them. And I didn't even know, like I, I was so uh, like naive. I just remember taking them and then like, I would, you know, sometimes steal my dad's whiskey and like, you know, add a little water to like balance it out. And I just remember like watching Saturday night live reruns when they used to play it on comedy central, popping a Vicodin, drinking some whiskey and just like loving my life. Yeah. And I didn't even know to be secretive about it really. Be- I didn't know. So I was like, I think I, I don't know if I like told my parents. I was just like, oh yeah. Your parents let you drink their well, whiskey? Well, the whiskey part, they wouldn't, I definitely didn't tell them about. But the Viking, I was like, my doctor gave it to me. So I don't know why. Like, I didn't think I needed to be secretive about it. So I was like, oh, those are great. And then I just remember finally my mom just like took the prescription away from me and threw them away. Yeah. That's how they get you with those painkillers. Yeah. You think your doctor gave it to you. So it's not a big deal, Ugh, but mine, they might, cause now everybody is like over educated about the perils of prescription painkillers, which is unfortunate. I think there's been an overcorrection. Like when Absolutely. my grandma was in the hospital, she was like this like old 90 year old woman who had this awful infection she's dead now, unfortunately, but before like a year or two before she died, she had this horrible infection. And the, the doctor was like, 
oh my God, I know what it is. She's having um, fentanyl withdrawals because she's an addict. So they took her off all of her painkiller because like they'd read something in the New York Times about how like people are taking too many opioids or whatever. And it was like, she was like in so much pain because of it. I think, I know, it's so terrifying how much like the media can control people's (laughs) whatever perceptions. Even people who are like experts in a field Anyway, and then now for the codeine, I seriously have, I'm like rationing it. I only, I took two last night. That was the first time I took any codeine. Other than that, they gave me like 800 milligram Tylenols, which like aren't as good. And then they gave me, I think I have like eight codeines or something and I took two. So, so I'm like, I don't know, like I'm trying to like really be like really careful about taking them because they didn't they don't give you any anymore no and codeines are not even that great like the uh it's like the worst opiate yeah i mean it's like the mildest because it doesn't even give you that euphoric like at least vicodins or percocets or oxys for like an hour you will feel a little euphoric and then you'll start like itching and i get really constipated like i it is like bad but you get that like one hour window of like pure joy and with codeines i don't even feel like you get that oh i don't know i was feeling pretty relaxed last night when i took that codeine but it might have just been psychosomatic or whatever (sighs) i want to get i try i was trying to get muscle relaxers (laughs) um for what just for my aching muscles i don't know like i i took a bath last night which actually i really because i got these like bubble bath things from my farmer's market csa and it felt really good soaking myself after like my daily you know yoga and long walk but Mm -hmm. i would have really appreciated it if i had like a soma or one of those muscle relaxers yeah Um, so i went on my old uh bootleg british pharmacy website where i used to get um other things years Uh ago and they don't sell muscle relaxers anymore it sucks wait I thought that was a Russian thing. Uh, I think the drugs go through Russia, but the site is a British site. I don't know the details. I'm not going to give any more details on this podcast, um, but it is like a UK site. I have no idea where the drugs come from. Okay, good. Always a good sign. I should probably stop talking about it. I Yeah, I don't do it anymore. It was before it's I had a... Did it yesterday. Well, I was looking. I haven't bought, I haven't bought anything from them in like three years. Um, um what else is... yeah i don't know oh i got what a fitbit the... you did i know i'm back on i it's really embarrassing but i really am enjoying tracking because i started tracking my calories and then i just get into a, like a tracking mindset yeah, me too and then next thing i know i i have a fitbit again yo because you oh you used to have an apple watch right uh, yeah well for like a month until it cracked and the app the fucking people at apple uh I guess my warranty was already expired. So I would have had to basically just buy a new, like it would have been 300 or $400 to repair it. So I was just like, fuck it. Oh yeah. Fuck it. Maybe I'll get a Fitbit. Yeah. They're only like a hundred bucks. Um, and it tracks, I mean, it tracks your steps obviously, but it tracks your heartbeat. And the, my favorite thing now is it, it tracks your sleep. So it tells you like in the morning, you can see when you're in, you know, deep sleep or light sleep or REM. And it's sort of interesting to see. Oh God, mine's going to be all bad news. Yeah. I just want a little one. What's this little one? That's only $70. When yeah, I think the cheapest one, that one might not have like the sleep or the, um, the heart rate thing, but even I have, it's, 
Uh, it's the one that's $99 is the one I have. And it's I mean, pretty- isn't the heart rate kind of like what you're getting it for? I mean, yeah, heart rate and steps. Thing? Yeah. I mean, the steps are like nice, but all right. I'm going to get one actually. Yeah. It's uh, mine's called the something three, like the Chrome three or something. I don't know. Wait, the one I'm looking at is called, I can't tell what any of these are. I don't know. I'm going to get one. You're, you have a Chrome three. Okay. I'm going to get that too. Yeah. That's the one I have. Cool. Okay. I'll get the same Fitbit charge, Fitbit inspire oh. HR Fitbit charge four. charge. Oh yeah. Charge three. That's the one I have. You have a charge three. Mm. Okay. Uh, then we can, once quarantine ends, we can like take little power walks together. Yeah. Ooh, it's a special edition. Do you have, you have it in blue, gray, and rose? God, now this is the most boring podcast on earth. We're just yeah, like we're, literally going shopping, just shopping online. Uh, I have the black one. Just the plain. Yeah. The manly one. Uh, yes. Very manly. Um, I wanted yeah. to get like the rose gold one, but it was more expensive, I think. Oh no. Uh what else? Lose it, Fitbit tracking, blah blah blah. Oh, I we don't have to talk about this for very long because it really doesn't have much to do with goop, but I did I was literally going crazy after the Gia Tolentino thing the other day. Tell me and everything. So okay, so this sort of has it doesn't really have to do with goop, but Gia Tolentino is like an author and essayist that has been recommended by Goop and she is She's sort of like the Alison Roman of the literary world. Yeah. Like hipster, you know, works for the New Yorker, very trendy, talks about, you know, contemporary media and morality and all this stuff. So did you read her book? uh, I did read the book. I really liked it. I liked it too. Um, I think she's a really good author. She's a great writer. But, and I guess this controversy started of all places on the Red Scare Reddit thread. (laughs) um if you guys don't know red scare is a podcast that is a sort of sociological comedy leftist anti-woke podcast i'm not i don't know how to describe it it's really indescribable i enjoy it i understand if people don't like it but I, i like them um anyway people on the red scare reddit dug up this old like these old articles from about 15 years ago when Gia Tolentino's parents were arrested for possibly running a human trafficking ring. Uh, And so they are Filipino immigrants who were, that had a business um, that charged other Filipino immigrants who were teachers and nurses to give them work visas to live and work in the United States and charge them money, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, uh, a lot of these jobs that they promised never happened. And um, these people were living in, you know, like tenement houses, like 15 to a room, and they were charging 60% interest. Uh, and so it was, it seems like sort of a shady business. And so people were calling Gia Tolentino's parents human traffickers, which might be hyperbole. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I don't know. I don't know what is hyperbole, what is real. So anyway, this is so roundabout. Okay. So she finally, after years of not talking about this, addressed these rumors because it bubbled up after the Red Scare uh, Reddit, Reddit thing. Yeah. Which seems like not that big. Well, whatever. I don't know. But I guess it had gotten out and, pe- and it was enough that her parents were like, hey, people are talking about us. Can you say something about it? And so, and I don't blame her at all for defending her parents. Like you, 
uh, no one, re- I mean, no one aside from her parents and the people who were involved in this case know exactly what was going on. And like, of course you're going to defend your parents. So yeah. she did. Yeah. And I don't blame her for that. But it, the thing that really caused me to go a little crazy yesterday were all mm-hmm. of her like friends in the media that reflexively yeah. were encouraging her and framing her as the victim for having to talk about this. And these are people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, like these are people who I have respected and like read for a lot of my like political or have in the past read for like my political opinions and I respected them and like trusted their, their thoughts. People like uh, Emily Bazelon uh, in the New York times magazine and, and Janelle, Jamel Bowie, who's to work for slate now works for the New York times, Emily Nussbaum, who's a great TV critic. And it made me honestly just sick to my stomach that these people were just reflexively defending the Tolentinos with that. And these are people who have worked supposedly uh, to, to better, to help, you know, underprivileged people and to, to talk, to give voice to people who don't have voices in our society. And they're just circling the wagons with this like super privileged person because her, because it's her parents. And it, it just honestly made me sick to my stomach. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I, so I wasn't like totally, I didn't really get what anybody was talking about with this. I saw that it was like a thing on Twitter and I was like, okay, Gia Tolentino's parents, whatever. I don't know. I don't want to get involved. And then I like read a little bit about it and it just seemed to me like her parents, you know, were involved in this like kind of not, I don't know. It seemed to me like it was a, like it was a settled matter, like fair or not. Her parents weren't like, I understand it's a hassle to like get arrested for committing a crime, but like her parents, like her mom had the, the charges dismissed. Her dad got like essentially a slap on the wrist. Like he got like probation, like a couple yeah. months probation or something. And this was also all stuff that happened like decades ago. Yeah, it was right? like 2003, 2004. So I just don't understand the fact that like, I just don't really understand why it needed to be addressed. Like, I understand why, like, you know, maybe girls who, girls on the internet or whatever are like, oh my God, like gossiping about it. But it's like, I feel like it's something that you could just as easily kind of be like, not talk about. I mean, why? I just, it just, it seems like it's, it just seems very settled to me. I don't understand what the controversy is here. Uh, I guess because she's i don't yeah it doesn't really make sense because like obviously kids are not responsible for the sins of their parents but it is it is i think people were struck that this is a woman whose career like she she writes a lot of autobiographical things she had uh and she had just sort of left this out you know she says it's there was her parents wishes for her not to write about it which i totally understand and now she like there was enough enough rumors circulating on the internet that she felt she needed to write about it and i and it's i mean everyone is very bored right now and everyone is like canceling people left and right it seems Uh, more like it's just that like it just seems so uninteresting to me like i get like from what i read it seems like her parents were doing something wrong like i read those articles yes some of the ones that came out and i'm like yeah like her parents were obviously at the very least involved in like predatory lending. And then these people got here and they didn't have the jobs. Like that's, a, that's fucked up. Okay. Yes. I do think that that's really fucked up. It doesn't mean that like, 
it doesn't mean that Gia Tolentino is required to write an essay about it. No. It doesn't. Uh, she doesn't have to inquire. Even if she writes about autobiographical things, you don't have to write about every autobiographical thing. Like you can be you can be transparent or like at least like be an authentic person publicly without divulging every single aspect of your past or your family's past. Like you're allowed privacy. And if something is public record, you're also allowed to not have to talk about it. And I don't, and I agree with you. And I don't even think that that was the point that was being made by the other side. They were like, why are all of these people so quick to, to paint her as a victim like, why is this woman, why is she talking? Like, I just, the whole thing kind of just was annoying to me. I was like, this is, this, Gia Tolentino is not a victim here. She's making a choice to write yeah. about something that she doesn't have to write about. She's acting like she's being forced to when she's not. This Red Scare subreddit cannot possibly have that big of an impact on her life. It just doesn't seem like, I just, I, I guess I just don't get it. No, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that was what struck me was like people what Red Scare even is to explain that it even has a subreddit. Like, exactly. like what is the big deal? The percentage of people that care about it, it's so minute, but I guess it's it's the same people um are really active on the internet on both sides of the issue. The the sort of the 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 takedown super leftist, like I hate all blue checks people, and then the mirror image of that, the, the Gia Tolentinos of the world who have these connections with these big media groups. It, so it's, it's this feud between these two groups who supposedly hate each other and yet they're all sort of similar. Um, and so then, so I was like, why is this making, why, why am I affected by this? And then I was like, okay, this is, I need to turn everything off. Um, so then I started journaling. Yesterday was my first day of doing my morning pages. Okay, great. So we're bringing it all back to Brian. <laughs> yep. And I wrote for three minutes about my feelings, and now I never have to think about it again. And I don't know what it was going to my head. To like, you also just talked about it. On a yeah, I know. So, oh, God. Uh, uh, so every, everything's fucked. Uh, my head well, is broken. So your point is that this whole Gia Tolentino debacle has led you to becoming a morning pages. It's led you to do the artist way. Yes. Yes. Cause I'm like, why am I, I'm able to like scroll Twitter for an hour reading every fucking reply to every person who replied to Gia Tolentino. And yet I'm not able to like actually like work on a creative project. What is wrong? And so I was like, okay, I need to, I need to like, yeah, that's, that's what that's the problem with this stuff where it's like it really just doesn't matter at all and like there's so much more important stuff to be doing than thinking about this like it just yep. doesn't it's just so unimportant i mean I, I felt that way about the alice and roman thing too like there are big questions there i guess but like at the end of the day it's like you can think about this stuff to the point that like it just has no meaning at all yeah and I, I turned the corner on Chrissy Teigen, too. I ended up buying her cookbook. Well. <laughs> Which I guess she won again. I know. I bought her, I got, I bought her cookbook, too. I think that's, that's um, everyone ends up buying Chrissy Teigen's cookbook. That's yeah. just kind of how it goes. But are you going to make anything out of it? Uh, who knows? It's such a, like, pain in the ass to, like, get specific ingredients now. I haven't really made anything from a cookbook in, like, forever. 
I just don't like. Because I never have the right things. Yeah. Um, but I'll look at it. Yeah. And I'll probably buy, because I only have one of Allison Roman's cookbooks. Um, her new one is about like having people over, which is not happening now. So I don't know that that would be a useful one, but I don't no, know. No, they're one. the same. They're like literally the same exact thing. Yeah. I have both of them. Um, and I have both of Chrissy's. So don't right. nobody cancel me because I have both of both of them cookbooks. <laughs> Uh, and then Lana Del Rey got canceled. We don't have to talk about that. Oh, um, I know that's probably too raw for you. Oh no, I'm. I mean, she, there was. I I love Lana Del Rey, and what she wrote was like so stupid. So I'm fine with whatever happens. Um, okay. And then Doja Cat got canceled ret- retroactively again today. Today, don't for, know who that is. Oh, uh, that, she's she's one of the people that Lana Del Rey talked. It's so, look, let's move on because this. I let's talk about more important things like fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, the only person who hasn't been canceled. Because she's kept her mouth shut, pretty much. Yeah, she's smart. She's smart. Oh, yeah. Also, sorry, but just to go back to everyone getting canceled, I disabled Instagram. Um, Why Instagram more than Twitter? Well, Twitter, I don't really use. Like, Twitter, I just, like, sort of, like, technically have one, but I keep it super secret. And, like, I don't use it. I don't tweet at anyone. I don't tell people that I have a Twitter. I, like, sometimes we'll look at it but like instagram is like more my thing that i actually participate in oh yeah and um i mean twitter i have like no problem not looking at and it doesn't like affect me really but um instagram i was just like i don't want this i just don't want this like this is like we're just at this we're at the point of quarantine where like our brain like we have like lost any sense of individuality and like we solely exist on social media on these like two or three specific platforms and are like have, are becoming incapable of thinking for ourselves and like without these like social without instagram and twitter it's like you feel sort of isolated because that's like your only connection to people but then that it's so synthetic it's so fake it's not real society and it's like making people see things in these like heightened and unnatural ways that's like rotting our fucking brains and we were already there but we're extra there now because we have no other choice yeah that's our only uh outlet to like the outside world my instagram i basically i don't use it really i just look at um chefs and restaurants that's like pretty much the only thing i use instagram for and i like i like scrolling through food porn but that's about it my problem with instagram is that it's it causes me to like want to buy things Mm. And to like want to compare myself to other people. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't. And I just was like, I'm turning this fucking thing off. Twitter, turning it off, don't care. Like the whole thing is just like, I, I, it sucks because like we're obviously all really isolated right now, but I just don't think social media is doing, I don't think social, unless you are very conscious of like how you're using social media and it's like a constant battle to like, push back against so much bullshit it's just like i can't with it right now yeah i've been um trying to do crossword puzzles and oh the other new york times little game the spelling bee game where you try to make all the words out of the different letters that's Um, fun i'm totally off new york times canceled everything oh i'm canceling everything i'm done (laughs) 
So wait, okay. That, Cause I sort of wanted to cancel the New York Times. Like what news, who are you getting? Cause I'm like, if I, I, I want to cancel New York Times and never look at that shit again. But then I'm like, knowing me, if I do, then I will literally only get my news from like Red Scare and like Truanon. And then I'm like, what, then I, I don't know that that's a good idea either. Well, but I just don't think that the New York Times is like, I mean, I, I get my news from, from the LA Times. From the, okay, LA Times. Yeah, I- You know I what started, I mean? And like, I, and, and I, I think that you need to have like, like I personally need to have like a real news source in addition to my like podcast, sort of like social media opinion stuff. Yes. Um, but I think the LA Times is more, I trust the LA Times over the New York Times. I think it's less political. I think the New York Times at this point is just like, I, I think it's lost its way. I don't want any part of it. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I just like their food and their crosswords. But I guess I could I do food. both of those separately. I canceled the food. I canceled the regular. Oh, wait, did you cancel the food in um, protest of Alison Roman being furloughed? Not in protest, but I did cancel it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't protest. I was just like, I don't want, I was like, I can't, I just can't deal with this anymore. I can't deal with any of it. Smart, smart, smart. So now we get our news. I get my news from goop.com uh, at Elise Lunin at Jean Godfrey June. And that's about it. At Megan O'Neill. Yeah, get your news from Elise. Oh my God. Uh, shall we go into the newsletters? <sighs> Let's go. Wait, so Zoom is cutting us off after 45 minutes? We better go quick. Yeah. Okay. Let's do okay. it. Okay. What's your best? My best of the week. Why Megan tries gua shua, of course. Gua sha. Gua sha. Oh, yeah. I don't really know what it is, but because of my tooth issue, I've been eating nonstop like ice cream, macaroni and cheese. Like you can only have really soft food. And like everybody sent me like um like nice ice cream. I told my mom I felt like Nancy Pelosi because she sent me like four pints of Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> and like they were just like and then my uh, my aunt sent me a bunch of ice cream. And so I've just been eating like a shit ton of ice cream, a shit ton of macaroni and cheese, like bread with peanut butter, just like high sugar foods. And I'm those are really bad for me and really bad for my skin. And I I appreciated Megan starting the article by talking about how she was having problems with her skin because she's also consuming more sugar in quarantine as well. And I felt like very seen by that. <laughs> and so that was the, and also the other reason was cause I was like reading the newsletter and I was like, Oh fuck. Now I have to read this thing about like how we process grief in the quarantine, knowing mm -hmm. I wasn't just going to zone out. But then it was like somehow like my brain like filled in to protect me from it. And instead just like made me click the, the Megan tries it. Oh Yeah instead and so like when i opened it it was like this wonderful surprise like it was like i like blacked out opened a different article and was like reading about megan's skincare routine instead of this other thing and it was just like a lovely experience all around whatever the product is i'm not really sure i just like enjoyed the process of reading it uh yeah it seemed very soothing it was just like it was a bunch of face creams and then like a little massager thing to go with it basically right i'll take two great yeah uh my favorite this week, the best, was the travel article. It was so lovely to read about all the different places that the Goop people want to go to. 
Yeah, it's nice to know that there's something they can't have. I know, isn't that true? <laughs> yeah. Um, that we're all in the same boat of like not being able to go anywhere. Um, exactly. And, you know, them being goop people, they have like really good taste of like places they want to go. And it yeah. made me, I mean, you know, we got, uh, you know, Thailand, uh, Jean wants to go to the Amalfi Coast uh, because she says she kept watch. she rewatched The Talented Mr. Ripley, which is like brownie points for that. Yeah. It's a um, good time to rewatch Talented Mr. Ripley, I think. Totally. Uh, Megan wants to go to Kauai, which I is, Kauai is probably my favorite Hawaiian island. Yeah. I really want to go back there. I haven't been there in like 10 years. Um, then we got like Big Sur, we got Ireland, we got Newport, Rhode Island, which I never really cared about Newport, Rhode Island. But between this and last night's episode of Real Housewives, I was like, oh, it sounds fun. Wait. Oh, they're planning to go there. They didn't oh, go yeah. There was next week's. That was like the preview. The, oh, yeah. Last night they went to that like Turkish bath or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They are, <laughs> oh, my God. They are such addicts. It's so crazy. When Sonia threw up, I was genuinely disturbed. It's so disturbing that they're it like. It was disturbing. The amount of alcoholism in those 60 year old bodies, I can't even imagine. It scares me because I'm like, how are they still functioning? And like, fucking Dorinda, my God. Dorinda and Sonia need to like. Oof go to rehab they all do they should do the entire next season in rehab that's um, a really good idea oh, that would be great okay uh what was your worst i mean obviously the avocado mattress video starring elise. the commercial elise's commercial for avocado mattress yeah cool. i was like excuse me elise brand it was dark content. it was a full-blown commercial she's like how i'm living my life well i wake up i have an avocado mattress and then she got on the other mattress with her sleeping child and was like this isn't an avocado mattress. I hate it. Like, her her little child is very cute, though. I, it was she, he's very cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, husband looked like he had a gun pointed to his head at the end when he like kissed her and was in the commercial. I was like, oh, this. And she keeps saying how much hard work her marriage is. I was like, I don't think this is gonna last for very much. It stresses long. me out how stressed out she is about her marriage. It's yeah. It makes me like, am I not stressed out enough? Like why like why is she going to these week-long seminars and constantly saying how hard her marriage is and why does her husband look like he's about to like her, okay it's because her entire thing like everything people hate about the goo brand is like elise's doing i believe and it's like her whole worldview is to like look at something that is completely fine and pick at it until you find a problem that is minute enough that anyone who's going to be able to solve it is going to be basically a con artist who's going to overcharge you for it yeah. because you're rich white healthy woman who has basically no problems and so like you invent them like most people's marriage like in an ideal world you're too busy to think about your marriage that much you're like, your marriage is just sort of like a normal place in your, in your life. And, and it's not those sorts of stress. It's like the, the marriage is the place where you like go to be like soothed. It's like your home base. It's like where you're coming from, not where you're going and focusing your energy to. Yeah. And like your marriage should be a source of strength in your life, not like a major detractor, like a major source of stress. And she I mean, she's, you know, having, having to homeschool her kids or whatever, and she has to still work for Goop, but it's like she has so much extra time to think about every minute detail, like probably like every interaction she has with her husband and like what it means and what he's thinking. And it just sounds like terrifying and exhausting to be that way. Uh, and like they've been married for 12 years. I mean, I don't know. It, it seems 
just too intense. I don't know. I feel like I've known women like that my whole life where it's like, they'll be in a relationship and then like every five days they call you with like a new problem that came up with like some communication problem they're having with their boyfriend or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like some people just like, some people just like seek problems and it's a, it's women. It's a woman thing. It's like women. There are are like a lot of women who are like that. Well, cause I, I think like, you know, being in a relationship with a man, but like neither of us have the propensity to be overly verbal when it comes to like expressing our feelings, which yeah. I think there's that, that could be bad too. Cause you could, you know, let things sort of fester without talking about them. So it's like, I think we have to, you know, be conscious of like expressing our feelings more. Whereas if you were in a relationship with a woman, it, it would, it seems like it would be nothing but like talking about your feelings, which it just is the most terrifying thing I could ever possibly imagine. When you're in a re- relationship with a woman, you don't get to do anything except for talking about your feelings and it's pure hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, what if it's, you know, like a lesbian relationship? I don't even know how to process that, how much verbalizing. Well, then you're going, I mean, then you're going way outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 Luckily I don't have to think about that. Yeah. Um, that was obviously my worst too. What was your craziest or your saddest? I had a saddest, which was the Donabi pitch. Oh. They're back pitching the fucking Donabis again. And this time it was just like this woman, I don't know, was like, what is this piece that you can call? It was a, wasn't it a morning routine thing or it was one of those like, no, here all the- well, it was like a, my entire, it was like how I'm making my like Montauk mansion work for me during quarantine yeah. or whatever. And it was like, one of the things is her Donabi. And she's like, um, it's just like sad when these women just like talk about food in general, because you know that they can't stand it. And when it's like, curry in a Donabi is just unbelievable, but we use it for ramen, yummy stews, rice, of course, chicken tagine. We even have some little ones that are good for one person. They keep our food so warm. Which is like sounds like something an alien from another planet would say. If it was like, what do you like about this? And they were like, it keeps my food so warm. It's just like that's just I just didn't buy it. It's so weird. Like, how long are you keeping your food in a like you should make food and then eat it? Like, why does it need to stay? Warm? I don't know what that meant. I don't know what you're talking about. I felt the whole thing just like made me really sad. And I was like, are these people still selling these Donabis on this website? Apparently. Like, is the Donabi yes. still, or is the Donabi back? I mean, I think to goop people, it never left. Uh, I still, I mean, your mom has one and she loves it. I still don't I really did, understand. I did why give another a Donabi for Mother's Day one year or some other holiday, and she does really enjoy it. So we have that. She said it makes uh, really good rice. Yeah. I've been using my instant pot less now because I have nothing but time on my hands. So I'm just like making everything over the stove. Um, I mean, all I've really been eating is like soup out of a can, box macaroni and cheese and ice cream because of my situation. It's actually been a nightmare. I feel like shit. And you have have your Jenny's though. You should get whatever Nancy's um, face oil is so you can be as shiny as her. I am as shiny as her. My retinol oil makes me so shiny when I use it at night. I literally look like her. I'm shining. I'm eating Jenny's out of the tub. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. That's amazing. You don't, unfortunately, you don't have her $20 million San Francisco mansion. 
No, I don't. Because I, I could have if I played my cards right. Yeah. Mary, uh, Mr. Pelosi, whoever that was. Mr. Pelo- Pelosi Jr. or whatever. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you know, um, she must have a grandson somewhere. Oh, yeah. Because she has all those daughters. Um, so she must have several grandsons. They're probably, oh, my God. They must be literally the most annoying people. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm sure they're all theater majors and they all think they're really clever. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. They all, yeah, because you know they all go to NYU. That's why. Oh, they totally do. Um, I'm just Googling Nancy Pelosi grandson. I Single. do feel bad that this podcast has just turned into me Googling stuff, but. Eh, most podcast people Google. That is, uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to quickly, my craziest was sort of disappointing i actually listened to the gwyneth paltrow goop interview podcast this week which is very rare for me she had mark hyman on who oh i hate him oh my god so that's the thing i i keep forgetting which of these people i'm supposed to hate and i had sort of once he's from the cleveland clinic yeah so he makes he is on the goop podcast sounding like a totally normal dude Mm-hmm. talking about oh you know everyone just needs to eat whole foods like don't eat junk food don't eat packaged foods um just you know like eat natural things have a balanced diet and Gwyneth is like yes and he talks about the Cleveland Clinic so then I'm like I just I want more nutrition podcasts in my life which I don't really? know I don't know why so I was like I'll download this podcast because I I just it's soothing to me there was one that I liked called the foodist and it, and she doesn't do it anymore and i really liked it and i can't find anything to replace it because literally every nutrition and food podcast is batshit fucking crazy including yeah. mark hyman is a straight up crazy keto paleo will cole style guy who he doesn't he didn't even talk about that on goop and then now in his own podcast you see his true colors and he's like completely insane yeah uh, and then He's I a downloaded medicine practitioner. I know I I'm stupid. I didn't even I I I was fooled by the way he spoke with Gwyneth, and yeah, so was Gwyneth. Um, so was Gwyneth. And then I downloaded another one called the Fat Burning Man, which oof, that was a straight up like Alex Jones. There was like a 15 minute rant about how like the elites are not letting us have our freedom of speech. And then yeah, they just it's so weird the like the Alex Jones like GMO anti GMO like overlap thing is so weird because I feel like there's like a huge like QAnon like contingent of the paleo keto world like it's it's yep. a part it's all like there's like the goop love the goop group of clean eaters who are really just like rich women who don't care about anything and then there are like the truthers which who think that like people are trying to like poison us through fluoride in the water and stuff and i just i don't understand i don't understand how it's all sort of like tied up in food but it totally is yeah it's all it's all of a piece i mean they're they're uh like the outer sort of accoutrements of of what they sound like are very different but and they're like maybe socioeconomic and like political beliefs are different, but it's sort of the same. Like we don't trust, you know, the authority, which I am becoming more and more of a conspiracy theorist yeah. person too. So like, I don't, but, but it's that, um, I don't know, like the, 
the nutrition podcasts geared for men are all so psychotic. And then I was like, okay, I'll just listen to like ones about for women. And those are psychotic too. Cause they're all, they're, I mean, I like, it's all like a lot of like body positivity one and like intuitive eating, which I really like, but, but it's a lot of, um, crossover between, uh, like Mormonism and MLMs. It's all like, it's so weird. Okay. I'll- it's weird. I know. I've been obsessed with this world for a long time. I mean, because that another reason that I had to disable Instagram was because I spent too much fucking time on the goddamn Whole30 page. I yeah. mean, on all of their stuff, Whole30 recipes and Melissa Urban and all of it. It's just like so psychotic. Uh, so yeah, if anyone, does anyone know any nutrition or health podcast that's not completely psychotic? I don't know that there is one. It's crazy. And I don't even I know what it would be. It's like a psychotic industry. It's like, I think yeah. it's like in general, it's like you're fixating on every single calorie and macro that you're consuming and it's sort of unnatural and it makes people crazy. Like it's not really good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like nutrition, you, nutrition is like a pretty broad thing. And it's also like, it's, you, there, there's this idea in, like definitely like whole 30 world and stuff where like you put stuff in your body and it's all either making you more healthy or less healthy. And it's just like, it's just not true. It's just not true. Every single time you eat something, it's not either making you more or less healthy. It's, it's just food. It's all just food. Just food. Yeah. And I guess if you have those beliefs, then you have nothing to talk about on a podcast. Exactly. So, (sighs) um, so Mark Hyman, uh, he tricked me, but never again, I'll remember that name forever yeah what would you try i don't know i just wrote wholesome crackers question mark there was like a very sweet little ad where it was like enjoy 20 percent off your crackers with code goop 20 for these like weird healthy crackers and i was like that's cute i'll give it i'll try this i don't know what the hell it is like i'm sure they're disgusting i bought flax crackers last week or a couple not last week a couple weeks ago and i really do regret it they taste like absolute shit yeah i hate the like gluten-free rice flour crackers those are the worst i know actually i'm i'm more gluten-free rice than the flax the flax are just horrific but Mm. i don't know but um these are all kinds it's called simple mills um and I'm sure they're all gluten-free, almond flour, oh, yeah. stuff like that. Whatever. What? Pe- roasted ve- pita. I don't know what. Mediterranean herb veggie pita crackers, but they could still be gluten-free. I don't know what flour they're using. Anyway, you can get 20% off your cracker order, which just, I don't know why I found very charming. And <laughs> Everything is it. like a, a monthly subscription now. I had that stupid keto cereal that they want me to like keep buying $40 worth of cereal a month oh my god yeah Ugh. they're gonna try to get you everywhere well I know that's I'm on so many monthly prescription or monthly shipments of shit that I just like have to remember to cancel at the first of every month or else yeah. I get charged hundreds of dollars it's the way we live today they have um fabletics for men now I saw a commercial is it is it Kate Hudson or is yeah it's it Kate like- Hudson she has a men's line you should get it. I actually do really like that. I don't understand why anyone would need new workout clothes every month, though. It was, it was, I don't get it. 
Mm, well, just do it until you build up, you know, a collection that you like, and then you can sort yes. of, then you start skipping them. I, I have like three pairs of, like, I have two pairs of basketball shorts and like one pair of like sweat shorts and then a couple pairs of sweats. And I feel like I don't really need any more than that. If you don't need more, but I feel like when you go, well, it's like, if you go to like workout classes and stuff, you don't want to look yeah. like an absolute. I look like a schlub, but I don't, I do everything in the privacy of my house between just me and Adrian. So, well, I mean, these days that's whatever all everyone's doing, but mm. I don't know. I like to have nice workout clothes cause it makes me feel more motivated if I'm like feeling cute and the thing. No, I totally get that. And it's also uh, not like, I mean, it's not that nice. It's like still pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not like high quality or anything, but it's just like, it's cheap and you can get like a new little, like, um, like I got some shorts and a sports bra last month that are really cute. That's cute. Uh, my try. Oh, I think I already, I said just journaling and taking a bath and I've been doing, I did, well, I took one bath. The first bath I've taken in probably five years last night and it was great. And great. I've done now my journaling for two days straight and so far <laughs> so good. My therapist is always telling me I should journal and I'm always like, shut up it's the only writing i've done in the last several weeks i know i literally hate i hate journaling but i know i should do it it's like uh, really good for you yeah and it was just, i do like three minutes just after my headspace i do like my yoga my headspace and my journaling and i just like get them all out of the way first thing in the morning wow that's really healthy brian I'm we'll really see we'll see how long it lasts i wish i was like that instead of just like take a fucking codeine <laughs> watch real housewives pass out come to uh, i wish i could take codeine every day it's if i mean tmi i know but if i take a codeine i don't shit for like two days so i just I can't take one fucking fast you the fuck up me too and this all this dairy is not doing me any favors <laughs> you know you just need to um just take a a ton of magnesium before you go to bed i don't know i know i almost took the smooth moves last night but i'm like i don't want to do those yeah I don't um, want to go down the laxative path. Right, right, I've right. been down that road too many times. Oof. Uh, so what would you buy? Mm, well, actually, I'm going to change it because I literally almost bought, I mean, the entire time you were explaining that Gia Valentino thing, I was literally just like online shopping for Fitbits. But I also want to, I, so I actually think I'm going to get that. Gonna, I thought you were going to say shopping for Filipino teachers. <laughs> oh my God, Brian, cut that out. Um, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> No, I want to get the, this smells like my vagina candle. I found it on the list and I, you know, the whole thing with that candle has been pissing me off since it came out. It's not that big of a fucking deal. It's a third party brand that makes it. It doesn't smell like a vagina. The thing, the fact that people gave it so much attention was really, really disgusting. I was like, you're so easily manipulated. You're such cowards. Yeah, it, it's not even technically related to Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, right? It wasn't no. designed for her vagina. No, it doesn't smell like a vagina at all. It smells like flowers. Yeah. And it's just like a funny joke. And it's like Heretic has all those like sex. Like they were the ones who had like dirty lemon. And then like the picture was like two like ha lemon halves with like a piercing. So it looked like boobs with a nipple piercing. Remember that? And like oh, they, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. they had dirty mango. And then they had that one that I got that was really good. Their scents are really good. Mostly uh, I don't get it because I think it probably smells good. But I also, I just feel like I should have it. I think you should. And now with your Trump bucks and your Bernie bucks, you can afford it. 
stimulate the economy. That oh yeah, Fitbit. Well, now Amazon lets you do everything with like like six months of payments without any interest, which is so dangerous. Oh my god, is that true? I hadn't even I, looked on Amazon. I was being a good consumer. Oh then. yeah, no, I have like the v- Amazon Visa card, so like you can literally buy anything, and there's like no interest for six months. So you just split anything up into six payments, and it seems cheap. It's dangerous. That's really dangerous. Um, I would buy. Oh yeah, so they. I don't even know what article this was on Goop, but they advertised these homeopathic muscle relaxers. <laughs> Oh my God, Brian, you're so insane. Why do you think homeopathy is good? Oh, shit. What is that? (laughs) What is that? I thought that was you screaming, but it was like an an ad for Fitbit that I (laughs) (laughs) That's the the Fitbit app, like screaming from the gates of hell? I went on Amazon and I clicked on Fitbit and then it started screaming. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, that's so scary. Uh, No. Well, I would love real muscle relaxers if I could get them from my middle European pharmacy, but I can't, and I don't think my doctor will give them to me. So all I can do are these, they're called Arnica, and it's 15 bucks for 100 grape-flavored homeopathic muscle relaxers. And uh, and someone on Goop says, I forget who it was, these chewable tablet, tablets are our secret weapon. They're formulated with homeopathic ingredients that target soreness, stiffness, and muscle pain. They're organic and non-GMO, and they're what we reach for when we've gone a little too hard. Uh, I'm sure it's just sugar pills. That's all it is. They, yeah, obviously. Because homeopathic, by definition, is this does not have things in it that are ingredients that work. They it's like, like I don't know. They put less of it. They're like the less. Yeah. They're, they do, they're, it's not whatever the active ingredient you would need in the homeopathic medicine they intend they don't put it in there I know. like the fact that it's not in there means that it's like really gonna help I, it doesn't make any sense it makes no it's sense all bullshit. but i just hate all the like scientific assholes on twitter such as jennifer gunter and her cohort cohort so i just like want to patronize the homeopathic medicine i know i hate it too but it's like how far are you gonna go like you're gonna join a cult are you gonna go to like mark Heyman as your primary how far are you gonna go um oh jen today or yesterday on she's i can't stand her she was literally crowdsourcing on twitter a margarita recipe as if there aren't ten thousand margarita recipes on the internet um it's tequila lime juice and triple sex yeah that's it yeah yeah and literally every everyone's sucking up for her and being like oh i like this and oh triple sex sucks i'm you know make i make my own simple syrup and like here are the fucking ratios and it's like god this is the easiest recipe to find in the fucking world are you kidding me that was like someone else who i won't name someone else uh a media personality on twitter um was had this big knob of ginger and she's like ah what do i do with this like tell me and it's like why do you need to ask people like look like if you don't know what to fucking do with ginger just google it like who are you and people were like and it's like a spot it's like you're not gonna you're gonna use it with it's like an aromatic yeah like you're gonna use it in just like any stir fry anything you make just put some in like and oil and then put other shit in it and eat it this is also a woman who every night at like one in the morning she writes these like sobby tweets about how like horrible life is under trump and i'm just like get a grip (laughs) 
Will you please tell me off air who it is? Yeah, I will tell you off air who it is. Um, Because she's like a, you know, like a rich white woman with a great media job. And I'm like, oh, do you really have anything to complain about? I probably don't even know who it is, honestly. Probably not. Um, Anyway, that's it. Let's, they never kicked us off, Zoom. I don't know. I really don't understand how it works. Um, We will talk to you next week. Uh, Please go on our Patreon. We're going to figure out, I guess, yeah this week to record an extra podcast about something we don't know what it is i don't know we've all gone crazy please don't cancel us for anything we said uh, um and yes go buy our merch on teespring go to apple podcasts uh right culture herself has worn our merch it's true i just feel like he's not forget that it's really important gwyneth paltrow joanne rucker amongst other luminaries me. yep I still haven't. Not have it. <laughs> not, not me yet. It's still your house. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll talk to you soon. Right. Bye. You Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.